Brothers and sisters! Brothers and sisters! I don't know what this world is coming to! Yes, yes, y'all. It's the full disclosure show. I'm Derek Lamont Williams, the first. We got Baba Rich Green, Big Big Bassy, and Lisa Lisa, the little lady of the house. Hit it, tell it like a T I is. What's up, what up, what's up with it, y'all? Yep. Now, what up, Jeff Brown? Yes, 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 y'all. Come on. Oh, it's Virgo season now. Vir- you know that, right? Yes, uh-huh. Virgo season. Oh, Virgo season. What's up to all the Virgos? Thank you. Yes, 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 yes. And uh, we did. would like to extend the invitation to y'all. We invited to Mrs. Lisa. Lisa, little lady of the house, a little birthday celebration next uh, Labor Day weekend. Labor Day. Labor Day. So, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. It'll be Labor Day. So y'all come out here, y'all come and uh, help celebrate the birthday of Miss Virgo. We need the information, inbox yeah. one of us. Yeah, come kick it with come kick it with your folk. Come kick it with your folk. You know what I'm saying? So you know I know y'all y'all shit hopefully y'all y'all out from church, y'all full, y'all done stop that Popeyes. You know what I mean? Y'all ready to kick it with us, you know what I'm saying? And get it in this shizzle. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. You know what I mean? So, again, happy birthday to all the other Virgos coming up. So, what's up with it, y'all? Not much, not much, man. Ready to get a cracker like you know how we do. Okay, 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 then. let's. I'm ready to dig into this thing, too, man. So, everybody that's tuning in, tuning out, we want to thank y'all. Again, please like and share, comment. You know what I mean? We'll call, we'll give you the call in number 330. Five seven eight four two three zero. We love to hear y'all takes on everything that's going on. Y'all would make the show. We need to get some more guests out here. Anybody want to come on? Come on, let us know, man. Come on, get on here. So anyway, we're gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and set this thing off with uh. We're gonna get a little serious, man. We're gonna talk about what's going on out in the Amazon. You know, the fire, the, the, the forest, the earth lungs is on fire. It has been on fire for what, 17 days. Well, how many days has it been? And um, it's just crazy to me. You know what I mean? And I, and I just want to speak to, you know, I wanted to find the, the article that I, that I had a uh, thing. But it's just, it's crazy to me, man. You know, and I know we all, I just check myself too. We have to take our environment a lot more serious than we do. You know what I mean? And it's just uh, things like this. I mean, you know, and it's like it seems like it's far away, but it's really not. Like, and we all tied together, and these things is major. So let me just get in, and let me just get into. Okay, I can't pull this thing down, but uh. Yeah, here we go. Let me just read this about the, the Amazon rainforest, well known across the world for being one of the largest and most dense areas of the woodland and world. Spanning across nine countries, the Amazon is home to millions of different animal and plant species, as well as harboring some of the world's last remaining indi- indigenous groups. The Waroni people of Pastiza are indigenous tribes from the Aquarian Amazon. 
have lived in the rainforest for many generations. However, their home came under threat from a large oil company. They didn't take it lightly. So they went to court, you know, I'm reason. After a long battle with a number of organizations, the Warani people successfully protected half a million acres, the ancestral territory in the Amazon rainforest from being mined by oil drill, by mined for oil drilling by used oil corporations. The auctioning off of the Warani lands to the companies was suspended indefinitely. Now they'd already auctioned it off. Mm -hmm. They already gave it away. Mm -hmm. They weren't even able to give away. You know what I'm saying? And so, long story short, they won. Now, you know, <laughs> I, I personally, I don't feel it's no coincidence that they win this, you know, settlement and the land is on fire, but that's here no there. Even go back to what was it, Alaska, when they were fighting, when they were fighting for the oil, for, for the pipelines out there. And it's just, it's, there's no sense of, there's no load that they won't go for, for, your, for money, mm -hmm. for wealth, for power. And you know, if we let these these companies will drain this earth dry, man. Mm -hmm. They will drain the earth dry. So I mean it's it's really just to bring bring uh attention because why every you know, why they got all the stuff that's going on, you know, it's always a bait switch, you know what I mean? And we have to be aware of what's going on and it's tender it's it's a tendency and I even done it. I seen the article, all that, you know, and I kept moving. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, it's it, everything is so and, it's, and I had to check myself, like, whoa. You know what I'm saying? Nah, yeah, this, this, is, this is some major shit. You know what, what I mean? 20% of the world's oxygen. Oxygen comes from the Amazon. Like, you know, you know, this is... And if they're going to take... They, you know, if, if you leave it up to the companies, they will plant fucking builders over all of it. They mow it all down. You know what I mean? They don't care. You could tell them, hey, man, you know we're going to die. Oh no, we we going tomorrow, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Y'all gonna die. Y'all like, gonna die. We yeah, you know, it's like you know, the, the amount of greed is just it's just phenomenal. And you know, what I mean, I just want to bring, if I can, some awareness to what's going on. So I think the more you know, you know what I mean. The more you you know, we can do something individually. You know what I mean? I I don't recycle. You know what I mean? I'm sitting there like, you know, may, you know, maybe I, sh you know, I should recycle. I should, you know, let me do what I can do. You know what I'm saying? As far as, the, you know, the environment. You know what I mean? People will call people tree huggers like it's a bad thing. Like mm -hmm. <laughs> we need these fucking trees. You know what I'm saying? Without these trees, we we would die. So it's like, you know, it's it's just amazing to me how people will take care of that claim. You know, divinity. And we'll piss on the same on Mother Earth, you know what I mean? The the, the, the gives us substance, substance, where we get everything, we eat everything that sustains us comes from the Earth, and people will be so quick to shit on the Earth, and 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 praise something in the sky, you know what I mean? So I just think we need to <coughs> get, you know, everybody need to take responsibility for the environment, for the environment that's around you, you know what I mean? It's, we can't go over there and put the fire out, you know what yeah. I mean? But still, we can do something, you know, bring awareness, bring awareness to what's going on over there, bring awareness to your own backyard because, you know, all this, you know, you know, they pulling all, all this trash in the water. You know, it's just, it's just, you know, they're killing the planet. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're killing the planet. You know, the weather is crazy. You know, it's just, you know, it, it can make you feel insignificant. Sometimes, you know what I mean? When you think how big and how powerful some of these corporations are. So, I was going to put that into, into the conversation here. What y'all got to say about it. What y'all think about it. 
You know, again, call us up, 330-578-4230. You know what I'm saying? Get in the comments, listen to your comments, see what y'all got to say. I'm going to kick it to uh, Miss Lisa Burnett first and foremost with you. How do you think? Well, Patrick Boba Boy Cole oh, we got said where we live, recycling is mandatory. So I love those areas. Uh-huh. Not necessarily uh, mandatory here, but I do know that they recycle once we empty our trash. Mm-hmm. Waste management picks up, they do the recycling. So I appreciate that. That's a good thing, Patrick. I do think that uh, we should recycle a little more, not just us, but everybody. I think that would definitely help to play out in a lot of the environmental issues that we have. Mm-hmm. I mean, <clears throat> we don't recycle a lot, but we do recycle bottles, you know, plastic bottles. When we go get some uh, juice or something, we might use it when we juice or what have you. But I do want to take it a little bit to the conspiracy theory part of it. Um, I do sense a little bit of, I want to say, well, I don't feel like it's a conspiracy, but you know how that is. Mm -hmm. But I do feel like they did do what they, they did set the rainforest on fire for a reason. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like every time someone black or someone with color gets something and start achieving, you know what I'm saying, and they want what you got. All of a sudden, you know, something happens as a fire or some sort of <laughs> murder or something. Some horrible thing. Yeah, so I do definitely think that it is something to this fire. I don't think that people just won their case and all of a sudden it's a fire. I definitely think it's more to it. But either way, it is an important issue and it is serious. And trees are our oxygen. Rainforests are our means of living and breathing. So I do think that is an important issue. We do need to pay attention to it. And if there's something, you know, if there's action that needs to be taken, I think we all need to come together and take action because whether you realize it or not, if the trees is gone, <laughs> slowly but surely, we all will start to die off. I agree. You know, if I could pick up from where you left off, um, I do find it very ironic that, you know, they will win in court and you see all these pictures of them, we won! Then all of a sudden you see rainforest on fire. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, remind me of the scene uh, out of Luke Cage. I knew you was there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. We're going to burn this mother down then. But, you know, I, I don't put anything past industrialism. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, when it comes to these people making money, the, the power establishment, they, they run this world. And then when they don't get what they want, they get what they want. Mm-hmm. And things that were formerly illegal somehow become legal once they become in control of it. So I, I, I can't see this being much different. But we're at a point now that there is no turning back. 20% of the world's oxygen comes from the Amazon rainforest. You lose that, we're down to 80% coming from other means. That's a large, that's one-fourth of your oxygen mm-hmm. supply on this planet that has just been depleted. And Derek, you know, to dovetail off what you said earlier, uh, you can see the difference in the climate change. Climate change mm-hmm. doesn't mean that it's necessarily cold. It just means it's unpredictable weather everywhere. Yeah. You know, think of this summer. This summer has been really, really strange. It has been. You know, mm-hmm. what would they say? One day it could be 90, the next day is 55. They said, you know, this, this weather changing like a, a person on the freeway that just saw a state trooper. <laughs> so you're doing 94, now you're doing 55. So, you know, when you when you see things like this, it, it's very disheartening. You know, uh, 
at this point, I wouldn't really know what to do. I'm pretty sure that there are, are things popping up right now as far as nonprofits or people helping to go put out these fires. But just to have this level of awareness that industrialism is killing the planet. And at this point, we understand that there's other things to use besides fossil fuels. Uh, if we grew hemp, you wouldn't have to kill the rainforest. Hemp grows very, very fast. If we found a way to use bamboo, bamboo grows one to six inches on a daily basis. So if you can plant th these types of crops and these types of plants and able to move away from for, uh, deforested, uh, deforesting areas, I think that we can do things a little bit differently, a little bit better in a smaller footprint. Mm -hmm. What we need to do as humans is reduce our footprint. Our footprint is getting larger and larger. If you start to go to these places, you say, I see deer, I, deer in the back of my house. No, you in the front of that deer's house. Yeah. <laughs> you moved in on a deer. You know, the deer was there before you. Or these 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 animals, These this is their indigenous homeland. These people, this is their indigenous homeland. A lot of them have that. Learn. We need to learn how to expand. Maybe you start building cities that are up and above things where you, you disrupt nature a little bit less. How hard is that? It might cost a little bit more money, but we I, I think we need to look at ways that we can design these cities in these places that they don't affect the wildlife. We are advanced enough to where we don't need to kill off everything in order for us to sustain some sort of lifestyle. And I'm hypocritical to it. These two are vegans. I respect that. They don't kill anything outside of growing a plant to live, to have their sustenance. So this is not disingenuous from you two. It's probably a little bit more disingenuous for me because I'm a meat eater, you know? Matter of fact, I think I got some bacon in my air fryer right now. <laughs> It says right here, it says, in a 48-hour period leading up to Thursday, there were more than 2,500 active fires in the Brazilian rainforest. So you can see the smoke from space. It's so, just mind-boggling that that much of one space can still be burning. I mean, we did they say how the fire started? Well, that's the minute. I haven't seen anything to indicate how the fire started, you know what I mean, or what caused it. Now, I was reading, I was trying to find the information. You know, there are, are, are fires, there are often fires in the Amazon because of the climate sometimes and the things. Every year. Yeah. But, you know, and I was trying to find, I should have wrote it down when I seen it, but it's like, the, this has been like four times the amount of fires that is normally, that is normally expected during the year to year basis like ridiculous like you know it's not a natural occurrence it's just not you know what I mean and again you, you know y'all call it conspiracy and call it a plan when you can put when you can dot the eyes it's it's right there you know what I mean and it's, it's not that many eyes to dot we want your shit you don't want to <laughs> give it to us so we'll just burn it down that's and burning. force you out that, that's the oldest trick in the book what they what, what they do when they you come open up a building a business in a little uh, uh, neighborhood, somebody just happens to come break in your shit and mm -hmm. take everything. And now, oh, we offer you protection. If you if you pay us X, X amount of dollars, well, you ain't got to worry you. about nobody breaking in your That's shit. Right. It's the oldest trick in the book. So, I mean, I don't think there's any doubt. This is just like history beating itself. You know what I'm saying? Check the history. Check, check the track record. America is good for com coming in and stealing land from somebody. And well, in this case, these people would give it to them voluntarily. Times is a little different, so now they gotta have different plans, different ways to do things. So now, inconspicuously, you're just gonna have a fire. 
So that's how I'm looking at it. And sadly, I don't know what these people are going to do or how we can save what we have left and and fix what was damaged. If what was damaged can be fixed. I don't know. Well, I just shared an article that said this. This they probably can't bring this portion back. Patrick Bubba Boy Cole said that's why they have wildlife preservation areas in the effort when I was talking about conserving yeah. those areas. But I, I still think that there's even more that we can do. Yeah. Like, I, I'm really serious, like, <laughs> not building sky cities, but building things on stilts, basically. You know, well, I think you hit, a, you hit a, a big, a big, you, you went to hemp. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you can, you can. Hemp and bamboo. Yeah. yeah. You can, you can uh, supplement all the paper you know, all the paper things we turn out trees for with hemp. You yeah. know, it's real simple. And here's, uh, this is how can you help? Here are some ways you can aid in protecting the rainforest. You can donate to the Rainforest Action Network to protect an acre of Amazonian rainforest. You can donate to the Rainforest Trust to help buy land in the rainforest. You, oh, you can buy land in the rainforest? Since 1988, the organization has saved over 23 million acres. It's the same that they don't have to go, like, yeah. they will wipe that whole forest down if you let them. That's the, that's the, build some bullshit. You know what I mean? It's some money. You know what I mean? It blows my mind. But you're gonna, uh, it says you can, you can reduce your paper and wood consumption. Double check with Rainforest Alliance <clears throat> that you are buying is considered Rainforest Safe. And, you know, you can also purchase Rainforest Safe products from the Alliance's site. Reduce your beef intake. Beef found in processed fat products and fast food burgers often linked to deforestation. The Worldwide Fund for Nature, known as the World Wildlife Fund, is in the U.S. and Canada works to protect the species in Amazon around the world. There's also Escocia.org is a search engine that plants a tree every 45 searches you run. You know, you know, these are just some things. And and I'm telling you, man, I need to, you know, it's it's sometimes it's so easy to get caught up in what's in front of our face every day. Right. Just grinding. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, you're like, I ain't got time for them people over there. You know what I mean? It's so easy. Like, you know, you're just going through the, yeah, you're just going into the, I'm just trying to get through the day. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to get through the bullshit I got to deal with to worry about. But, you know, we all link, man. We all link. We all a part of the same, you know what I'm saying, same consciousness. So, you know, we, we have to take responsibility in the way we can. And I'm going to start, you know, and, and, you know, practice what I preach and, and try to start doing more, you know, to help. You know, I see people just putting out their cigarette butts right in the ground. You know, it's just like, you know, I, you know, I look, it's just... Like, like, so callous, you know what I mean? Like, this shit gonna be here forever. And then, you know, we'll be gone. The planet be here. Like, people's like, oh, yeah, the world gonna be here. No, the world's world, gonna be here. <laughs> the world gonna be here. Our ass gonna be your gone. Your ass is grass. That's funny that they say your ass is grass. And it's actually some truth yeah, to that. Yeah, exactly. We, have, yeah, that is, yeah, we probably have point. to go off order to bring this earth back some oxygen. Go ahead. What you say, bro? That's true, <laughs> So, again, y'all, again, I just want to bring some, uh, you know, bring, bring some light whatever little bit I can to that and uh, practice what I preach, you know what I mean? You're listening to and watching the Full Disclosure Show, Derek Lamont wins the first, Barbara Rich Green, Big Dick Dasley, Lisa Lisa, the little lady of the house, y'all. I want to thank everybody that's chiming again, share it, uh, share the link, like the video, you know, give us your comments, your thoughts. We want to hear from you. And uh, 
we're gonna go ahead and get into the little lady of the house. Get off your chest. Say it with your chest. <laughs> I want to talk about um, this narrative that white women are more docile and more submissive than black women are. And maybe this may be the reason why black men that date white women, why they may prefer them over white women. Now, me personally, I did it when I was younger. I did believe that. But as I grew and learned and, and started to see the world, I came to realize that that narrative might, may not necessarily be true. Because in my family alone, I know women that are more docile than white women. And they're docile to in the situation where I feel like they don't need to be as docile or submissive as they are. And I don't think that white women are no more docile than black women, than Hispanic women, than Asian women. You know, it just depends on who the woman who the woman is. And I don't think I think maybe I think maybe in some cases men that think like that may date white women with that theory in their mind. Not all men, but you know, I think that there are some cases when that's why they're dating that white woman because they feel as if they could run over that white woman. They feel as if that woman is more docile because of whatever picture they have fed into. I do think that they do give us that, that um, picture that white women are docile. I do think that we that people that do believe that have fed into that narrative that they paint us. I mean, over the years, you always see the white woman, blonde hair, blue eyed, and she's always the damsel in distress. And then you always see the loud black woman come in and being tough and, you know what I'm saying? And I ain't about to sit me. No, you sit your ass down. You know, that's how they always try to portray a black woman in movies and TV shows. So I do think it's easy to see where that narrative came from. And I do see that it can be easy for somebody to believe that that is so. But from my perspective, I don't think it's necessarily fact. The doctor, we got any comments? I can't. No, yeah, so let's look at uh what's going on with you, Sean Ray, Tanya Mitchell. What y'all say about the time what y'all say about what's going with this area? Well, a white woman more die, so I mean, you know, that that's such a loaded question. And um, you know, I think that that was a way of thought for people for a long time, or what they say, stereotypes. If you know women, you know women are women. People are people. Uh, no matter what the color of their skin, what their religion, or their religious belief is, people are people. <coughs> Excuse me. So it's probably people who go in with that mindset that maybe they're going to find someone more, do more docile or uh, someone easier to uh, control or not worry about them being on their team. You know, I think it's more of, are you going to be on my team? The controller, who knows? It might be control. But I think, you know, it's an outdated 
thought process at this point. I believe that there are certain things that are more prevalent in certain portions of society just based on geographical area where you're raised, things that you encounter, the things that you find your social norm. Uh, however, I won't just come out and just say like, you know, black women are like this, white women are like that. Now I can say black women from my certain geographical area that I grew up with do this. White women from a certain geographical area I grew up in do that. However, you know, to make a blanket statement like that, I think is an outdated thought process. And I'm glad that you, 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 you said, you know, hey, I don't think it's fact. I think people are people, men are men, women are women. And it's so much more. I wonder sometimes how Asian women feel when they see this or mm -hmm. how Hispanic women, when they feel, we have a tendency of thinking there's just white and black, but there's many shades of gray around too, as according to how people even see themselves. You know, are we talking about cultural things? We're talking about ethnicity? Or we're talking about quote unquote race? Because if you look at it, you know, some people say it's just a human race. You know, some people will argue with that. You know, it's offshoots, it's this and that. But in summation, I'm just gonna get right to the point. I, I don't necessarily believe that. Uh, I think that we should go to some of the comments in your post because you posted this earlier. You should read some of that because there's some very interesting thought processes going on there. Uh, some I agree with, some I didn't agree with. But just having that, the differences in people's opinions based on that. Once again, I don't think one person is more docile over the next. I think it's that person's circumstances, what that person has been through, and honestly, what they've been trained to believe. Because you can instill certain things in your children. I'm gonna post some of these comments Derek? up. Yeah, we'll read some of the comments that was in the, uh, that was left on the session right here. Let me see. We got Patrick Buckboy Cole. Marcus Johnson said false. Baba Patat said weak black men prefer them. White women are much more passive than sisters are, even with their man. Then Baba Patai went on to say, based on what many a, many a black man who dates white women, the white woman is more docile and submissive than a black woman. This comes from my experiences with black men who date white women. There are exceptions, but many black men date as a backlash for more deep-seated reasons. Laquita said, I always tell people to read this book when talking about this issue. White women have been painted as more docile by the media than white men run. Black men prefer black men prefer them because they have been brainwashed into thinking white women are better. Also read the book called Brainwashed by Tom Rell. And the, and the book she talked about is Why Black Men Love White Women. Uh, Patrick Bubbleway Cole said, from my experience, you get out of a sister what you put into her. So if she's bitchy, insecure, etc., it's because of dudes she's been with in family upbringing. Treat them right and, and more likely to be affectionate and submissive. I'll head to dress, and I'm going to paraphrase this because he, he left a lot to chew on. <laughs> but uh, he said he can't believe it. The topic of the discussion is uh, the climate from all historical, profitable documentation of the social programming of American DOS from buck-breaking, well-documented in the Willie Lynch letters, Black Laws, Jim Crow, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Then he went on to say, any other ethnic group, natural female will be more docile to their male counterparts simply because the natural family order has not been dismantled and disseminated. 
and uh, let me go on. That's it. That's it right there. So my take on the thing is this, man. It's, it's what I always say. People, people will will find a reason to do what it is they want to do, and you you'll find a way to justify. And this is just a way to justify. People feel the need to justify their, their actions. When you want to say, well, and, and that's the thing. You don't owe nobody no justification. Look, if you want to sleep with whoever you want to sleep with, whoever you want to be with, whoever you what you want to love, you don't owe anybody no 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 explanation or no justification. It's just you just don't. You know what I mean? It's when it's when you do make those justifications that it it, it rubs me the wrong way because when we even start this narrative, well, a white woman are more this. I, from my experiences, I never dated a white woman, but I've been around them. You know what I mean? I worked with them. I had friends that had uh, white women that I was around. I, I know that they're not as docile as they've been played out to be. You remember Sue at the improv? There was no docile about that woman. You know what I mean? And, and, and secondly, I've been around sisters that have been just as docile and submissive as, you, as, as anything, too, to a certain degree. You know what I mean? So it, it is it's a mixed bag. It depends on the woman. Yeah. You know what I mean? It depends on individual woman. There's no, in, in that sense, that there's, depends on that woman's upbringing, that woman's, you know, uptake. That woman's, it depends on her specifically. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like, I, I don't even know why you would want a docile woman anyway. You know what I mean? Like, like she the, be black or white. Exactly. You know what I mean? When you go to pick a, when you remember you used to go pick up uh, pick up basketball and you sit on the sideline and you about to pick your squad. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you go on somebody pass docile and, and submissive <laughs> on your team. How are we going to win? You see what I'm saying? How are we going to win if you docile and submissive and you just doing what I tell you to do and not being really a helpmate and really have my back? You see what I'm saying? That's for that's for people who want to control, who control freaks. They, they look for yeah. women, be it black or white. I know these guys. I've seen them. Mm-hmm. They know how to find a certain type of woman. Sometimes they happen to be white. Sometimes they happen to be black, but they know how to profile, yeah, like have a type. So, mm-hmm. you know, and these types cross... Uh, of racial lines, all, all racial lines. They could be Chinese. You see some Ch- Asian women who have a, 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 a fi- are firecrackers. You know what I mean? So it's it's just not. It's, it's a false narrative. It's what people want to say to justify their actions because they feel like they have to justify their actions. And you don't. You don't. You don't have to justify your actions if you would like. Yeah. Do, do you? you hey. Do you think that maybe? Do you think maybe sometimes like? You hear that you might hear another another stereotype. Oh, she acting black or she acting white. Now, when you hear that, now that we having this conversation, it just makes me think like, do some sometimes like those women that people, those white women that people feel are acting black. Do you think maybe they're acting this way because not only they think that's how black women act, but because white women that narrative white women are more docile so they act that's a good point they act, black, they yeah. act the way they think black people act or non you know black women that aren't docile they act that way like that's how they think they act i think we're all subjected to social 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 norms whatever you grew up around or whatever you admire you mm-hmm. tend to mimic so if you wanted to be a Wall Street person, you probably act like a Wall Street person. Mm-hmm. You probably walk, act like, talk, read Wall Street Journal. If if you're gonna 
be a certain way, you you start caring with the vibe. You already know she got two black kids. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. You, you you can see certain things. You can just see is evident. Or the, the 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 black chick that might have the blonde weave in and the blue eyes. You already know she mm-hmm. rocking with a brother because it's she's telegraphing. This is what I mm-hmm. like, and it might be a brother with the blonde hair. So I don't want to just put it on a, a particular sex, yeah. um, but I believe it's just what people are drawn to. Once again, what you drawn to? And and, and two. Kind of what you said. We, we we talked about this a couple weeks ago when we talked about the Marcel Lynch thing when he cussed the kids, and you have a misconception of what uh, strong it means as far as docile. Mm-hmm. Like you know where a woman might feel like I I'm not strong if I don't cuss a woman motherfucker yeah. up and down the street. That's not necessarily what a strong woman is. You know what I mean? That, you know just because you loud. And obnoxious doesn't mean anything, you know what I mean? So you got that misconception, maybe uh, a white woman who might want to rail, rail, rail against what people think of her might attach themselves yeah. to, you know, a, a thought of what this is. You know what I mean, this is tough. This is, you know, like we, you know, we had no problem with the Hispanic woman with a fire. Like they want to, oh yeah, I got yeah. it, yeah. You know, but when it's a sister, and, and and then again, again, like I said, I, the, the whole concept. That a woman should even should be docile. That's that biblical bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, not a woman should be docile and submissive to her man, and none of that says who. You know what I mean? There's one thing about being disrespectful. It says misogyny overall. Yeah, you know, you, you you can be. I'd rather have a woman that can that listens and that knows how to effectively communicate. Those are traits that I would want in a woman other than being docile. Now, good luck with that. You know what I'm saying? Try to find a woman that listens. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I would want. I want somebody who will listen and who can communicate. I don't want nobody that's going to say, yes, dear. You know what I mean? It's just going about your business. I got to listen to you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just, I just don't. That, that whole concept is, is, again, it's all about controlling and it's about controlling, you know, uh, controlling the narrative to where I can justify my actions to people who I want to justify with. And again, please, love who you love. You know, I'll tell you, I was, you know, I, I don't say nothing. I'm in, I, and then, you know, you have a guy. I was in a situation, and God started talking well. Yeah, because this is, you know, he was talking about this white queen, and I ain't say the word. But then when he felt the need to, to yeah, to, and, 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 yeah, and then again, so either I, side. right, either side. exactly. Like so, side. you know, I had to, I had to open my mind, you know, I, you know, I said the cut, I ain't saying a word, but as soon as he started talking about sisters is this, sisters is that, yeah, I don't know this brother from Adam, you know yeah. what I'm saying, but nah, you can, you, you got to hear it now. Yeah, nah, so, you know, divided it. Don't tear one down in order to build another up. If that's what you like, that's what you like. It's cool. And that's that's kind of what the, the term even is. Like, well, white women are docile and yeah. submissive. Mm-hmm. What that insinuates is black women are not. But you know what? I don't think that that comes from... Here's what's funny to me. I don't think that comes from the people that like white women. I don't think it comes from the men that like white women. I think it comes from the people who are trying to understand why a man is choosing a white woman over a black woman. I haven't heard too many dudes who date white women say, oh, I chose them because they docile and they submissive. I've heard it. I, I, I've heard that they're more supportive. I've heard that, you know, when I come home, she ain't bitching and moaning. That don't mean docile. That means you working as a teammate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think that narrative, I've heard it more for people who oppose these relationships than I have for the people 
Who, who, no, I, I, I asked the brother about it one time, and that's what he—that was his answer to me. See, I, I they do, you know, they do what you tell them to do. He didn't use the word docile, but you know, basically, they, you know, they, I you tell them to do it, and you ain't got, and you could go out and, yeah. and come home at three, four o'clock in the morning, and they ain't gonna say nothing. This is what I was told. Now I, I don't buy it, cause I know sisters that fall out of the same thing. I know guys that run over a sisters the same way. I know sisters who run over guys like that. Exactly. So, you know, it goes, there's no, you know. It it comes down to people trying to justify their actions and then people who don't understand it, they want to justify it. Mm -hmm. It's just like if your daughter walked in and said she's a lesbian or your son walked in and said he's gay. You're going to sit here, you're going to try to find ways to justify. Well, maybe he liked this. You know, well, <laughs> you had a gay black son who only liked white men because they didn't want to I hope that's what black dudes, daddy. <laughs> it's just hard to deal with. You know, brothers, they come in with that attitude. You know what I mean? Oh, man. White guys a lot more docile. <laughs> and he got good credit, daddy. What am I supposed to do? No, I just want to bring some levity to it. But I do see more people who are outside of relationships. Mm-hmm. I think that's just our opinion. That's our, our way of wrapping our minds around certain things. Not us. Right. At this, as but I think, and, and you know, general. this is just like one, you know, basically we, we focus on this excuse. But you have, just like you said, anytime you say, oh, well, white women are more or black women mm-hmm. are, you know what I mean? You generalize and you, generalize and you make it. Just, just look, just say, hey, man. I just happened to find the one that loved me. You know what I mean? Yeah, she I loved see. my stinking ass and I love hers. And it's just what it is. I respect that. Yeah. Like, I'll never sit there and tell nobody who they should see and what they should date. Regardless of how, what I might think or regardless of what I might do, I'm not going to sit here and put how I feel on nobody else. Hey, love it's who you love. Right? It's just that when you start to, yeah, when you start to tear my sister down, you know what I'm yeah. saying? You know, I'm having a problem with it. I got some comments and Lisa was about to say something. Veronica Thornton said, they're not more docile, they just get away with more. <laughs> Patrick Buck Boy Skull said, I would say white women are more docile. Being white, they don't have that need to control. They're not oppressed. Veronica went on to say, or should I say people are more prone to give them a pass as they get to play victim more. Ooh. No, that's true. Ah. No, that's facts. Ah. That's facts. And, and, and a lot of it is image, you know what I mean? A lot of it is, and I seen this one post. There was a, uh, it was she was a Puerto Rican girl. She was she was famous, I guess. I don't I don't know who she was, but she made a comment. This was months ago about how black guys treat her better than they do sisters. Like you know what I mean? And, and she she and she's a Puerto Rican woman who has conversations with other black friends. You know what I mean? It was like a pool of women. Yeah. And they, and she was saying that you know, and, and it goes to what Patrick Boy Patrick Patrick said. You get in what you get out. If you go into a situation like, oh, this is sister, she gonna be this, and you already got your guard up. You know what I mean? Instead of when you go into it with a uh, or maybe a white woman or whatever, you's like, oh, she gonna be this. So then you go down. You know, your your energy counts too. You come into the energy in, into the relationship with energy like, oh, you know what I mean? Expecting this. A lot of times you get what you expect, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, because you're putting that energy into it. So and I think a lot of that, yeah, I think a lot of that does have something yeah. to do with it. How are you look, how you look at somebody, has especially somebody that loves you, has a big effect on how they are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
But I will say, sisters got that. Don't you come here with that BS. <laughs> well, some of them do. Some yeah. of them do. The ones I like. Some of, yeah, exactly. Some of the them do. Like, uh, but some of them, man, they need to go to sister school. You know what I'm saying? They need to go to. They need to. You know, some of them need to get some of that because. I know. I know women, black women, that are so docile that that relationship has literally changed their whole life. It has changed their health. They're no longer healthy. Like. They, it has changed to the point where financially they don't have a job because they couldn't keep a job because something that guy kept mm-hmm. doing. They don't have uh, a vehicle, you know. And I know women that so that style that's so submissive to their men that 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 they have let that ruin their relationship with their kids. Mm-hmm. So they're not even a parent to their kids because they're so submissive to a man. So and they're black. So, I don't necessarily think that it's just a white woman. Hey man, honestly, like I said, I've seen, I've seen white women take brothers through there. Mm-hmm. So when you sit there, that's why I don't buy. I don't never buy. You know, there may be some similarity. There may be some things that come in, in, in indigenous, so to speak, to, but all that shit crosses like racial lines. You can find each. You can find a, a, a strong. White woman that take care of you, have your back. You can find a ratchet white woman. Has, you know what I mean? You can find you can find them all. So I think you know, that's the first time I ever heard a strong white woman. Yeah, that's a white woman out there. I'm a strong I'm white sure woman. Like, right, right, right. Because it's taken for granted a lot of times. Yeah, they are, you yeah, know yeah. What they're really they, strong. White women change the world. Yeah. Yeah. I, really I think that you have a Starbucks and a <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, you know, you know, you know. If you, if you remember, you ever what? Remember, uh, uh, uh Underground, the the show Underground mm-hmm. was about the Underground Railroad, mm-hmm. and they were showing the, the white woman's uh, role in the Underground Railroad. Mm-hmm. You know, along with the sisters, like they were, they was right they were right, right, right with you know, what I mean, Harriet Tubman and some of the women who were wives to some of them Aborigines or white dudes, and they were knee deep in the shit. I think you see that, what I'm saying? Putting their life that, on the line. You know what I mean? So I think that we so we are so What's up, Rob? One thing, I wanna say a couple things. I think that America that the people are so infatuated with um stereotypes that we automatically assume that everybody fits in these stereotypes, whether you are whatever whether you are black or white. So I think that right there clouds our judgment on people or cloud how people's character because we automatically assume because they black and they talk this way that they ghetto or if they black and they talk this way they are highly educated or if they white and they talk this way I mean so I just think that we are so stuck with scenarios that we just need to, we need to get out that people people need it they need it. Yeah. People need boxes to put stuff they in. Mm-hmm. They need it, and it's part of the indoctrination. If they don't have, you know, if they don't have the boxes to put people in, they don't know how They're to deal with it. Right. But that's most people. That's the most non-free thing, because that's like somebody who would see this show, and they see the RBG behind, and might even not realize that we just had a conversation where all three of us are saying that's a false narrative. Mm-hmm. They would just assume that we're like, oh, Black, white, black men like white women because they got somebody, <laughs> like, called, rah, 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 rah. somebody. Somebody had even called me when we first started doing the show. We had the Black Lives Matter flag, yeah. flag and they were like, 
Well, people think your show is black, black power, black this and black that, and black yeah, I saw that. Saw that last week. Well, the, I mean, somebody posted about that. You know, it's a gay movement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so I, just, I mean, I, you know, I don't necessarily rock with Black Lives Matter. I mean, I'm, I'm for real. I, I don't really know nothing about the organization. But I think black the lives sentiment matter. is the sentiment. Yeah, you know what I mean? Jesus Christ! And I mean them, them sentiment roles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Patrick Booker Boy Cole said, "You want to see docile sisters? Check the married status in the church. Most of them, anyway." I see it's a new comment down here. Uh, I want to say that, like, what y'all was saying about white women. You know, they was part of the movement as far as you know the Underground mm. Railroad. I think that. Because we are so stuck in uh, racism and colorism and things of that nature that we kind of like look over white women. Like, we always talk about how black people, when we come into a room and it's nothing but white people, we feel like this and we feel like that. I mean, but white people may feel the same way too. They may walk into a room where it's nothing but black girls and they feel intimidated because they don't know how these black girls view white girls. Especially if that white girl came it's in an environment where she's around a lot. Well, she is around a lot of black people, so she may act black. So she come in there like, "Hey, y'all, what's up?" And they be like, "Why white bitch what's up?" Yeah. You know. But you know, there's a lot of white people who never had that experience, and it's really mind blowing. Yeah. You know, we go. You know, you go certain places. Because I know, think it's the exact opposite. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you go somewhere in the nine out of ten, you're going to be only black. Are you black man? Surrounded mm-hmm. by a bunch of white people, mm-hmm. but a lot of white people don't know how that feels yeah. to be yeah. somewhere and be a minority yeah. and be the yeah. only yeah. white person yeah. there. It be bothering me when my, you know, you take your white friends out. And they ask you, "Am I gonna be safe here?" Like, yeah, they ask you, "Am I gonna be safe when you just took me to all these places?" You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. People screaming, "Yeah!" And I'm like, "Okay, I'm doing my thing. Like, okay, I ain't gonna stay here too much longer." You be texting your friends, uh, "I'm here, uh, here, here." Uh, let me see my status. Hold on, let me update Facebook. <laughs> let me take a picture yeah, of yourself. Show me where I'm at. I'm at the Dusty Boots Lounge <laughs> in the middle of Mac territory right here. Yeah, but yeah. too many times we walk in places, we the only, I know that that's that's true for me. I go to these war ceremonies, mm-hmm. you know, they, they take you across the world, across the country, and then you're the only person that look like you. But you got to be comfortable everywhere you go. Yeah. You got to be confident everywhere you go. And I'm not going to compromise who I am as a man, especially who I am as a black man. I feel like I'm a black man first. I'm a man, but I'm a black man first. So I'm gonna put that that blackness. You gonna know you deal with a brother. I can't stand to see other black men. I'll let you finish when I'm in a group, a a sea full of everybody black. They distance themselves Mm -hmm. from you, and they won't talk to me. Yeah, don't respect you. Do not do that. If you see me, don't do that because then I'm gonna call you out on it's just my nature, not in a bad way. But I'm gonna let you know. Hey, bro, I I saw you curb me. Please, let's not do that. How you doing, King? Yeah, good. Oh, it's good to see you here. That's it. That's it. Again, y'all watching deep. You had a point, uh, Lisa. Yeah, yeah, I do see that we are definitely. There's been times where I've been the only black face somewhere. I know that, but I do think that there is times where maybe not as often as black people, but there is times where white people go into a room or go somewhere and they're the only black white face there, and they may feel they feel some way. You know, I'm not white, so I don't personally know how they feel. I know how I feel. I would feel but I have I have had so a conversation with a white girl a few few times, and they were so we had gotten to this conversation. And they were saying like, well, it's been times where I went to somewhere and I was the only white girl there, and I felt uncomfortable because I didn't know how they was going to react to me. 
And I've been places where black girls, they see a white girl, and she might got a nice body, she might got a big booty, and they be like, oh, I know this white girl and this white girl, that, mm. yeah, you see her, she got braids. You know what I'm saying? So I think. But a big booty even to play the field. Hold on, real quick. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm gonna let you finish. That's my Kanye West boy. And, and you know the crazy thing is, <laughs> like we ain't never even tried to do nothing to y'all, the white people. Yeah. We ain't never tried to do nothing. So why you feel nervous? Hold up, hold up. There's exceptions to this rule. <laughs> All right, y'all. This is the full disclosure yeah, show. Derek Lamont Williams, the first big dick dynasty, Bobby Rich Green, Lisa Lisa, the little lady house. So We're going to go ahead and get into the social, social media post of the week because I am so hungry. I surely is hungry. <laughs> social media post of the week Popeye's chicken. Love that chicken from Popeye's. Love that chicken. From Popeye's. <laughs> Boy, they got y'all looking like y'all lined up for a minstrel show. <laughs> But let me tell y'all something. Man. So you got Popeye's got the spicy chicken sandwich, which actually came out months ago. And, uh, you know, it blew up over this past uh, week or so in this craziest lines. Matter of fact, by full disclosure, we drove around to the Popeye's near me, and that line was so long, we, we went there after working out this morning, me and my oldest daughter. And it was, before we pull it up, right? <laughs> I got to tell you how the story. It's a, uh, like, I think it's like a, a white Range Rover coming out. It had a black woman driving. So we pull it in. It's a plaza. You got Walmart, you got Coles, and then you got Chili's and, and Popeye's. So she screamed out the window, they sold out. <laughs> and we're like, God dang it, how she know we want to do all this spicy chicken sandwich? It's like, so we, we just rolled, we rolled through, we went around. So what I'm seeing on social media is a lot of, backlash for people who are saying, you know, uh, it's funny, you know, we need that same energy on the ticket sandwiches for your friends that have a business. You need that same energy. I hope you go vote like that. Look at us. We lined up to go get a chicken sandwich. We doing this. I'm just telling you my take on it real quick. Hold on. Uh, I'll discuss it. <laughs> hey, Lisa Patrick, my boy said you cut me off when I went to discuss booty. <laughs> I said, booty even is the playing field. And I'm like, hold on. <laughs> There's special circumstances and all this stuff. But uh, get back to the chicken sandwich. So, you know, I see these, these memes of people saying, you know, if you have that same energy, blah, blah, blah. You know, I think we have to sit back and take a look at this thing holistically. Now, statistically saying, it, I saw it said 23.5 million is the amount of free advertising that Popeyes has gotten from people blowing it up social media. Black Twitter blew the sound, yeah. which is going to call it what it is. First time I heard about it was actually a comedian called Kev on stage. Him and I can't think the other comedian. And they actually had a taste test with the spicy chicken from Popeyes and the spicy chicken from um, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. And, uh, you know, Popeye's went out in that taste test. You know, that don't really surprise me. But, you Did know, you see they you had know. the meme where they said uh, Popeye's and it was a picture of Future. It was Chick-fil-A. It was a picture of Russell Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> I did see the one that said, uh, you know, Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich tastes like it was made by a woman named, a white woman named Sarah who grew up around black people but who also cared about cholesterol <laughs> <laughs> and knew how to make a good spicy chicken sandwich. While on the other hand, Popeye's looked like it was made by a lady named Lucille <laughs> who give a damn about cholesterol. She gonna put it in the guy's head. <laughs> so, so give me I, some more lard out that <laughs> Give me some more lard. Put some more lard. <laughs> that old big old kid with yeah. the black labels, lard. Man, if you ain't fried chicken and lard, you ain't had you chicken. You ain't fried no chicken. I'm telling you, 
the, the canola oil, the vegetable oil, the olive oil, whatever oil you want, ain't nothing like lard. Fly fried is a lard. I, only once, because it ain't that healthy. You'll you never taste fried chicken like that. But get back to what I was saying. So they said $23.5 million of free advertising from, uh, you know, the way the internet blew up. And black Twitter really carried it. So now you see these negative posts about, you know, you see this and, you know, what if this was for this? And what if this is promote your friends like this? And I agree with that. Sometimes I'll just share my friends' posts. They'll have a, a you do a table I might share. You know, I almost shared your picture that you did. It was very nice with the, the panther carrying the baby panther. I did see that. So, um, you know, I do that just on the humble. That's just my regular. So, with that being said, who's to say this wasn't a black company that said, hey, Popeyes, I'm about to blow you up. Give me a million dollars. Watch what we do. Who's to say Kev on stage wasn't part of that? Who's to say these people who were doing that, that you weren't influenced by an influencer who said, watch what I do. Give me a million. I'm going to give you $23 million worth of return on your investment. You can't find that chicken sandwich right now. It's sold out. You can still go get one at Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A closed today, Sunday. But you can still get one at Chick-fil-A. You can't even get one at Popeye's. So what I'm saying is, before we start tearing things down, why don't we ever dig and peel back the onion just a little deeper? We go for surface stuff. And once again, people whom I really respect are at the forefront of, we could have did this, we could have did that. Why don't we do this? Why don't we do that? How did you not know? How do you not know that this was an African American owned media company that said, Popeyes, give me a million. I'm gonna give you $23 million worth of advertising. I'm gonna give you over a billion dollar sales in one month. And it's done. But we take it for granted that we just so childish or we just so mindless that we follow every trend. Now, a lot of people are. But if you got a company that know how to wag that dog, that's the tail wagging the dog, then you do it. I liken this to what Jay is doing in the NFL. You have so many people up in arms and throwing, oh, he's a sellout, oh, he's doing this. He just wants to make, we don't even know what he's really doing. Let the smoke and the dust settle. Sometimes people have a, a larger and a deeper meaning to things that they do. This might have been some wise and genius plot by some small black-owned business who said, Popeyes, give me a million dollars, watch me blow. And I hope. I hope and I hope and I hope that we find out that that portion is true. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's just the chicken sandwich just that damn good that you're ready to slap your mama. <laughs> and I'm gonna try it. I'm sitting up here with two vegans. I'm gonna try the chicken sandwich. Now I gotta see. I gotta see what the hype about. Well, but that's the know. that's the effect of that media, the social media. And if that was a campaign, bravo, bravo, ingenious. But I'd rather. Think of it like that of some small black company that was just ingenious and said, watch watch me run with this. Watch how I use black Twitter. Now, instead of getting mad and talking about what we could have done, you do it. I digress. Lisa? Now, that was a good aspect on the way you looked at that. I didn't look at it like that. That is a good scenario. And if that be the case, then that would be an ingenious idea. Mm-hmm. I have to disagree, though, with that being the case for Popeyes. Um, I just think that Popeyes just know that Negroes just spend money. We are the most, you know what I'm saying, wealthiest group of people, even though we're the poorest. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because we're going to spend all our money on some bullshit, and they know that. So they just did what they had to do to 
get us black folks in there and get to spending some money. I think once again, Negro, you can put some chicken out there and Negroes go crazy. You know what I'm saying? So I just think it's a. New <laughs> out of chicken! I was gonna say it's a script from the Boondocks. You know what I'm saying? I seen somebody on Facebook, they called it some. I can't remember what they said, but they called it an oppressed chicken sandwich. Y'all Negroes going for that oppressed chicken meal, something to that effect. I mean, and. I haven't, honestly, I think I might be like the only eyeball because I haven't really seen a lot from, on Facebook about this chicken sandwich. Basically, what I've seen is what you guys have showed me. Mm-hmm. Maybe because I've been a little busy and I haven't really been, check, been, been able to be on Facebook. But, I mean, it's just like anything that happened. Just last week, everybody was up in their panties about Jay-Z. Now everybody in their panties about this chicken sandwich. What's up, nephew? Now, what's going to be next week? A dress? A pair of shoes. I just think that we just we just we can't focus. America's ADHD. <laughs> we can't focus on one thing. And y'all put some chicken in front of Negroes, and they after the damn food. Well, Patrick Bumper Boy Cole said the one I went to ran out of the sandwiches. <laughs> what? What's up, no more Jordan? chicken. Am I about to have a moment? What you got to say to this big deal? I mean, you know, I think. The, the, what you speak on, you know, the the point that people are making, I get the point that they're saying. Mm-hmm. When you look at the energy that was focused, it's not about, it shouldn't be about why y'all, it, it's, you, people should learn, like, look what we can do. You know what I mean? Like, look what we can do. Look what we, look how, and you know, and people are like, damn, if we can move like this, we should be able to do it about this and we should be able to do it about this and that's a good and, and that's a, it's a valid point i think a lot of us you know sometimes we want to spoil somebody else's fun sometimes the shit is just funny like i see i see a lot of it it's fucking yeah. hilarious i love it i don't eat me I I, I, i'm not lining up at popeyes for the sandwich but the shit tickled me you know what i mean i saw the one i saw the one mean when they say uh miss she was the Popeye's lady for Popeye's. She's on the, and she was like, Oh, she's tired. Tired. Of being like, yeah. 374 <laughs> chickens in two hours or Michael Jordan flu game. Like, this shit is funny as fuck to me. I'm sorry. It's real talk that. You know what I mean? But the thing is, you know, as far as like, the thing about, you know, as far as it would be, it would be great if, if it was a black, uh, uh, uh advertising company that, that did this, but then to do it for Popeye's. Popeye's not black yeah. owned, you know what I mean? Saying, I don't think it would Popeye's be black owned. And, and two, why would that matter? I mean, it would. I mean, they 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 got um, you know, it would be business for them. But I'm just saying, as far as like we, we we have a history of blowing up shit. We've been blowing, you know. Mm-hmm. You go back to uh, Run DMC, My Adidas. Mm-hmm. Before that, black people take some shit and it make wasn't. something. Timberland wasn't. Timberland wasn't making big bucks like that. Black folks blew Timberland up. White folks were wearing always, Timberland capping. I think you know that's why I mean? they always target the black community because we take things well, and no, we just Well, I mean, it's not, we, we, we gravitate to the things that we like and cool and we blow it up. Mm-hmm. And that's just an example of what we can do. Mm-hmm. Like, we y'all see with, with how they... You know, and by people saying you get that you gave them $23 million of free advertising. We can do this for each other. We can network this thing and, and really blow this thing up. I think that's what people want to say instead of shitting on, you know that's what I mean? That's exactly what I, I was saying. Right. I mean, we can, we can, like, the, the power, 
Go ahead. Do, no, go ahead. No, no, the power, the power that Black Twitter and that social media and networking can have mm -hmm. is tremendous. Tremendous, I man. I think Popeye purposely subjects the Black community, like they know that chicken <laughs> and Black people are synonymous. <laughs> So I think Don't that they work well. Yeah, but you it know, really cool, eh? I yeah. think that they taste during a commercial. Well, you if you could. didn't know that, you would know. I thought until I learned that Popeyes was owned by a black person, and then I'm like, well, it's a, a white woman. Okay. Well, see now, once again, I think my point is being missed. What I'm saying is exactly. I'm dovetailing on what Derek said. I don't think you missed it totally. That's exactly what I was saying. That if we could do it for this, we can do it for other things. Mm -hmm. I think we're taking the negative portion of it. Oh, look at them Negroes lining up for that chicken. Oh, ha, 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 ooh. And then you see the meme, always with the one with Warren Buffett and the white guys laughing, and then whatever the thing is of black people, oh, they think that they did this, or they think yeah. that the chicken. And it's like, I'm so tired of seeing that. I'm like, oh, God, oh, could y'all find another picture? Bottom line is this. You've seen the power of what your words can do. Now, Let's test the powers of what your actions can do. Mm -hmm. So we know this. You know you have this effect. Why aren't we doing things that are more serious than this? Now, once again, who's to say it was not some ingenious plan by a black company? And I could care less if Popeyes is black or white owned. It's the fact that if it was a black company that thought about it. I don't want the point to be missed. I don't care who owns Popeyes. I don't care who owns the grocery store around the corner. Yeah, do I wish it was us? Yeah, but most likelihood is it? No. But if we're able to advertise and be effective the way that this was, we just saw what we can do. Mm -hmm. Just make it look grassroots. Who's to say we ain't a media company? We on, we talking here. We on here every week. We doing this. We kind of have a little bit of the pulse. We understand that when we talk about trans topics, sometimes it's more, it's, it's, it's mm -hmm. higher responses. Mm -hmm. and, and then when we talk about something deep, people are nervous because you make them feel uncomfortable because they may or may not know. Sometimes it's good that we may misspeak or mispronounce a word because you want people to be able to correct you or you want them to be able to say that because you want them to feel superior. But if you have your pulse on a people's, on a people's hand and arm, man, there's no telling what we can do. I just don't want the point to be missed. Let's not get upset about what happened. Let's learn from this. Why don't we learn from what we see? Why do we only criticize? I get tired of the criticism. I'm tired of the criticism. Why don't we learn? Just like Marcellus Wiley said, you can't play the game if you ain't got no chess pieces on the board. But but at the same time too, man, you know, you you learn by criticism. You can't learn without criticism. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So, you know, black folks out there, you know, fighting the, the clerks and shit because ain't no more chicken left. Come on, I man. Like I mean, come on, man. Let's call it what you know say. Let's call it spade to spade. It's like, okay. That was a <laughs> I mean, so it's like he's, you know, he's one eight white. And, you know, <laughs> and, you know. Sometimes we do got to do better, man. We got to do better. You know, sometimes if it's all the chicken, hey, go home and cook, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Jesus Christ! You see the one man with grandma's say, like, "Don't be coming over here." Oh yeah, y'all want the Popeye chicken? Don't be coming over asking me to cook. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Hey man, but you know, so it's just you know, and we go again. The negative always gets. Put out there first, you know. If somebody's in the Popeyes fighting. It's gonna be yeah. recorded. It's gonna be shared. They won't share uh, uh, something positive that's going on. And, yeah. You know, well, somebody bought somebody a chicken yeah, sandwich. They ain't right, have enough. Right. Or yeah, homeless man. But let somebody get the bugging out because they out of chicken. Oh, no. Exactly. So, 
Oh, we got a few comments. Uh, Clarissa Breaker said, yeah, the chicken sandwich has been out for months. Veronica Thornton said, we are constantly used to sell products. If they could sell it, <laughs> if, they, if they could sell it to us, they could feel they could sell it to anyone. That's how 45 is affecting the stocks. Oh yeah, we need to go on that. I'm, I'm telling you, I just got warned on the stock. I'll talk to y'all about that. Well, I need to have another show about that. Al Red Dread said, can we revisit the white woman being more submissive post from the group? Oh, bro, you missed out on that. We we actually have a tail end of this. But I tell you what, go back and rewind. Bottom line, the three of us, we surmise, no, it's false. It's a false narrative. Ain't, no, ain't nobody really on that at this point. But you know what? It had to be said because obviously people are still talking about it. But uh, as far as this chicken go, I hope that it's an ingenious plan from a marketing company that was black-owned. I mean, but that's, that's a lot of infinite hope. You know what I mean? Let's even, but even if it's not, it don't have to be. We see the power of of a, us a black as a whole. Yeah, media, that, yeah, that's your that's your black marketing tool right there. We us. That's it right there. What we can do. So you seeing what we can do. So we have to network, man. And and it's crazy because you know me. You know we doing the show, and I'm on Twitter now. I never, you know, I'm trying to network with people who are doing the same thing I'm doing, and I see people struggling to put their stuff out there and get their stuff out there and get people to share. So, you know, I, I say, I see now, like when I see somebody with a podcast, I share it. When I see somebody doing something, I share it. You know what I mean? I, I take the time out and listen to it. You know what I mean? And, Does it hurt? you know, it, you, you see how people struggling. And then I'll go through Instagram and I see some girl, she got like 1.5 million viewer, you know, followers. And all she's doing is twerking every day. You know what I mean? So it's like, with people who, you know, you hate to be the screws. Like, you know, a lot of times I'm the screws. You know what I mean? Like when we get to these holidays and I see, and you know, I try to stop doing it where I stop being the screws and the duck. Like, what are we celebrating? You know what I mean? Like, you know, people going to do what they do. You got to let people do what they do. You want to go get go to the drive-thru, sit for three hours, and wait for the chicken sandwich, man? Hey, smash and enjoy. <laughs> smash and enjoy. Enjoy that motherfucking chicken sandwich. If you still was eating meat, would you have went? Hell yeah, I'd have went. I'm going my chicken sandwich. Hey, whoever slows her, you know, Hell chicken yeah, over there and Popeyes ain't have them. We went to this new place called Culver's right around the corner and tried theirs. Twas not bad. <laughs> Twas not bad. We seen that place and we looked it up, but there wasn't nothing there. No, that's a burger joint, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all can eat the fries. That's about it. They're so pretentious. What is it fried in? <laughs> it's fried in a basket. Now, how many you want? <laughs> yeah, man, but you know, people do be sticking in the mud sometimes when, you know, people, you know, black folks, stop fighting over the chicken. You know what I mean? Cut it out. You know, it's, 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 Jesus Christ. But uh, again, y'all, thanks again, man, for for y'all support. Everybody that tune in with us, you know, we trying to, you know, do what we do, bring y'all, you know, how we see things, you know what I mean, and tell it like a TI is, and bring y'all into the fold and put this stuff out here, you know what I mean, give give clarity, you know what I mean. I see too many people. One thing I respect about, you know what I mean, the people sitting next to me is they critical thinkers, you know what I mean? And they, they're not going to just buy anything people's are selling. You know what I mean? And the people who comment on it, you see that as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, again, thank y'all. Uh, uh, I want to I send a, a rest in peace to my man, Wallace Williams, just passed away. Peace, you know Wallace. what I mean? From the, from, you know, homie from the hood. You know, uh, my condolences to his mom, Juanita, his brother James. And uh, 
I say all the time, man, tell the people in your life you love them because tomorrow is not promised to none of us. It sounds cliche, but it can be over in an instant. You know what I mean? It's all love all day. Staggering my ways are first. Big Dick Dodgy, Bobby Rich Green, Lisa Lisa, Little Lady of the House. Peace. Peace. Deuces. And can agree.